Use your journal to explore different ideas for your new career path. Then when you have an idea, run with it. Think about how your life would be if you decided to take that path, the changes you would make, how it would affect your life, how you would feel and what it would mean for others in your life. Your journal is a safe space where you can live out your potential new life on paper without taking any risks or changing anything just yet. You can really think it through before sharing with others and putting it into action. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. When you've made that decision to move on from a career you no longer loved, it can be really exciting and freeing. You have so many thoughts, ideas and dreams about potential new career paths, but you also have so much else in your head. You'll have many questions, worries, thoughts, beliefs, and plus that you still have your day job to think about and all the other life baggage to juggle. Everything just swirls round and round and round. Your brain can feel so full it's about to explode and you just can't get things clear. So talking to someone else can really help. So you could discuss with a supportive friend or maybe even hire a career coach. But what if you don't have the time for that? Or you're just in the early stages of your career change journey. You're still trying to work it all out in your own head and don't want to speak to anyone personally or professionally about it just yet. So how can you work through all those thoughts and feelings and emotions? Wouldn't it be great if you could just discuss it with someone who understands? Well, you can. You can speak to yourself. After all, you know all about you and you know all about your future plans. Now, I'm not saying talk to yourself out loud. You may, not, you may get some strange looks. I'm talking about being your own coach through journaling. So what exactly is journaling? Well, journaling is simply putting pen to paper and expressing your ideas, emotions and thoughts through writing. The difference between writing a diary and journaling is that in a diary, you record things as they happen. Diaries have dated days and you write about what you're going to be doing on that particular day. Think about Bridget Jones talking about an embarrassing talk she gave one day or exactly how much she weighs. You may put down some other thoughts, but it's primarily about the present and what's just happened. Journaling, on the other hand, you can use any notebook and just write. You can write about the present, but also the past and the future and basically anything that's going through your head at the time. There's literally no rules. Although it's good to get into the habit of a regular time for journaling, if you miss one session, there's not a big glaring gap for you to feel embarrassed about in your journal, crying out that you missed a day. So I got into journaling a few years ago, just when I was starting my journey out of the corporate world. Actually, I think I first heard of it when I was listening to a podcast of someone I was following at the time. I can't even remember who that was. But I know they said that they swore by journaling. Now, my my image of journaling at the time was from my teenage years, pouring out all my day-to-day dramas and hopes and dreams for the future into my precious, lockable diary. I didn't see it as something important or beneficial for a grown-up with a busy career and little time on our hands in the first place. But as I was trying to make my own dreams happen, and after hearing about the benefits and how so many people journal, 
well, successful people journal, I thought it was worth a try, right? Now, I'm not going to tell you that overnight everything changed in some journaling miracle, but I did discover over time that it really helped me get clear on what I wanted in life and how I was going to make it all happen. And it also really helped me get through the ups and downs I faced on the way. So journaling isn't something that is a modern day fad. It's been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years with historic figures such as Leonardo da Vinci, Charles Darwin, Marie Curie, Benjamin Franklin, Winston Churchill, to name a few. And modern day fans like Barack Obama, who journaled throughout his presidency, Arianna Huffington, Richard Branson, Warren Buffett, Lady Gaga, Oprah Winfrey, the list goes on and on and on. You get what I mean. It can't just be a coincidence that all these people have been successful in their fields and just happened to journal. Let's not kid ourselves it's the main reason for their success, but it definitely will have been a factor. Barack Obama said, In my life, writing has been an important exercise to clarify what I believe, what I see, what I care about, and what my deepest values are. And it's not just what famous people say about journaling. The benefits of journaling have far-reaching effects that have been supported by research. The most important benefits are for your health. Yes, journaling, in other words, writing about your thoughts, ideas, feelings and emotions, actually has a really positive effect on your physical, psychological and emotional health. In his book, Writing to Heal, Dr. James Penbaker writes that he's seen improved immune function in participants of writing exercises. He explains that stress can come from emotional blockages and overthinking things. He says, when we translate an experience into language, we essentially make the experience graspable. And that frees you from being trapped in your head and able to deal with your thoughts and move forward. In her article, The Benefits of Journaling for Stress Management, Elizabeth Scott, PhD, also talks about how the health benefits of journaling have been scientifically proven and cites research showing that journaling decreases the symptoms of things like asthma, arthritis and other health conditions, improves cognitive functioning, so things like memory, speech and the ability to learn new information. It can strengthen immune system response and can counteract many other negative effects of stress. Now, obviously, these benefits are hugely important, but this particular podcast episode is about how it can be a game changer in defining your next career and making it happen. So if you're looking to transform your career this year, here are the key benefits to journaling which will really help you on your way. First up is that journaling will help you spark your creativity. Leonardo da Vinci used his journal to write down and sketch ideas for his inventions. And Lady Gaga uses hers to jot down lyrics as they come to her. Many people in creative professions use journaling as a way through writers or creative blocks, but it's just as good for people in other careers to help ideas and creative thinking flow. I find that I can be writing in my journal about anything and suddenly the idea will pop into my head out of nowhere. Maybe for a new course I could create or a topic I want to share on this podcast. I don't even need to be specifically thinking about creating. It just happens. So let your mind drift as you write. Don't worry if you go off topic. It could bring you in a totally new direction that you've not even considered before. Play with the things you enjoy, run wild with them, sketch or draw the diagrams if that helps. This is your space and you can be free to be as crazy as you want. Actually, the the crazier the better. You may just come across something you hadn't even thought of, or maybe something you've not let yourself believe could be that thing that changes everything. 
The next benefit that will help you in your career move from corporate is that journaling about your goals actually helps you achieve them. According to the HuffPost article, 10 surprising benefits you'll get from keeping a journal, writing down your goals signals to your your brain this is important. Your reticular activating system then flags relevant opportunities and tools to achieve that goal. More detailed goals provide a psychological blueprint and increase the likelihood of you achieving them. So if you write down your goals in detail in your journal and then regularly write about how far you are in achieving them, your subconscious brain puts way more importance on that goal in your life and will make it a priority, not letting you forget about it. And finally, a great benefit of journaling is that it helps you to organise your thoughts and get your head clear. So you can decide what's important and what you want and what you need to spend more time on. For example, if you have loads of ideas for a new career or business, but you have never been able to really think about them through because you're overloaded with yet another work project that's being dumped on you, getting your online grocery shopping done, booking that dental appointment you've been putting off, or finally finding time to catch up for dinner with the girls, and then also finding some time to spend with your family. You always say you'll get around to thinking about your career escape, but never have the time or headspace for it. So just journaling for 10 minutes a day can help you to work work on those important but not urgent plans that will have the most impact in your life. Use your journal to explore different ideas for your new career path. Then when you have an idea, run with it. Think about how your life would be if you decided to take that path, the changes you would make, how it would affect your life, how you would feel and what it would mean for others in your life. You can be really honest with yourself and what you really want in life. Your journal is a safe space where you can live out your potential new life on paper without taking any risks or changing anything just yet. You can really think it through before sharing with others and putting into action. So how do you get started with journaling? Well, getting started is is super easy. First, all you need is to get a notebook. It doesn't have to be a special journal, although there are loads out in the market that can help you with different styles of journaling. More on that later. Personally, I like just a simple lined notebook, but have a, maybe have a fun cover with maybe some words of encouragement or a positive statement or just something colourful or glittery. Go for whatever makes it a bit special for you. After all, it's going to hold your thoughts, ideas and plans. Then make sure to have a nice pen. Nothing fancy unless you really want to splash out, but one that has a nice feel and flows really well. Also remember you have to have a few spares as you don't want to run out of ink in the middle of a powerful idea or thought. Look, you may prefer to write by typing, but when you're journaling, it's much better to write by hand. Research shows there's a positive link between handwriting and creativity and understanding. An article in Psychology Today said that writing by hand connects you with the words and allows your brain to focus on them, understand them and learn from them. Writing by hand activates more parts of the brain than typing. It requires writers to use more motor skills and a collection of links around the brain called the reading circuit. Writing by hand can be rhythmic, therapeutic and calming. And as I've already said, it can also jumpstart creativity. Yes, typing may be faster, but the very fact writing takes longer could be a good thing. It forces you to focus on what you're writing about. Typing may be better if you're keeping a diary of events and facts, but if you want to explore your thoughts, feelings and ideas, the pen is definitely mightier than the keyboard. 
But if you can't bear writing or can't for some reason, then typing is better than not journaling at all. And another option is audio journaling, which is becoming more popular. And it's when you can record your thoughts verbally. You can do this in whatever voice note app you have on your phone, or you could try things like Otter or Descript, which will actually put your words into text. I've put links to those, both those apps in my show notes. When you've decided on how you'll journal, next you need to find a place where you'll write. This is important, as you don't want to be uncomfortable or in the way of anyone else. Find a quiet corner. It could be on a sofa, your bed, a garden seat if it's in the summer, or sitting in your car if that's the only place you can get some peace. You could go to a coffee shop or a library if you prefer, but just make sure you won't be interrupted, as having a place where thoughts will flow freely is really important. I sit on the sofa near the window in my living room and the radiator, so when I need inspiration, I can look out the window and let my mind wander, and I'm always warm. I don't know about you, but I hate being cold. I just can't think if I'm cold. Actually, just in case I have a cosy blanket nearby. A little extra thing I do, which is purely optional, is to light a scented candle. Once that's lit, I know my journaling time has started. You can probably guess, I get through a lot of candles. So having a routine around your journaling is really important. Yes, you could just pick up your journal whenever you want, but you're far more likely to keep up the practice if you have a regular time, place and habits around it. So decide what time's best for you, morning or evening. You'll know whether you're a morning person or an evening person. So choose the time that you prefer when your mind is at its most alert and when you feel at least the least tired and more energised. It could be five in the morning while you watch the sunrise or past midnight under the light of the moon. Whatever works for you. You don't want to be tired or feeling forced in any way. I get out of bed at 6am, grab a steaming hot cup of coffee and a glass of water and get straight into writing. It's at that time when I'm most creative and have the best ideas. I find if I leave it too late, my mind is distracted from the day and Sometimes I don't even get around to it at all if I miss that early morning slot. Some people like to journal morning and evening, but will usually have one of the times they do most with the other time just being a check-in. If you find getting your thoughts down on paper is really helping you, you don't have to be restricted to a certain time. Many journalers will dip into it throughout the day whenever, whenever they need to get their ideas and thoughts straight. The billionaire entrepreneur Richard Branson recommends this method. He simply jots down ideas that come to him irrespective of the time or place. He strongly feels there's no specific time for self-reflection and you must simply seize the moment and credits his obsession with note-taking and self-reflection with helping him make sense of the world, bring order to the ideas in his head and start turning them into action. Actually, I sometimes write in my journal at other times of the day. If my mind is too full of stuff and I need to get it clear, or if I'm in a funk I just can't get myself out of during the day, I write my feelings down and most times I'm able to write my way out of my bad mood. Often it doesn't seem as bad when it's written down. So you can use journaling as a handy therapist or creative muse throughout the day. So earlier I mentioned there are different types of journaling and there are many, many ways to get ideas flowing. I'm going to share with you the ones I believe get the best results in terms of getting clear on what you want next in your career and life. First up is freestyle, which as you probably guess is literally putting pen to paper and writing whatever is in your head at that time. You can write about what you're feeling, what you've 
got coming up, what goals you have and what you're doing that day, week, month or year. Your writing can just flow with your mind. Now you do need to set a timer for this or you could be writing for hours. The idea is not to edit or criticise yourself, just to write whatever's in your mind. This is great when you want to get whatever's in your head onto a page. It doesn't even have to make much sense, but it will allow you to clear your mind and be able to focus on what's important. Julie Cameron created a form of freestyle writing called Morning Pages in her popular 1992 book, The Artist's Way. The book is to help artists break through their blocks to unleash their creativity. Morning Pages are three pages of longhand, stream of consciousness writing done first thing in the morning. They are about anything and everything that crosses your mind. Julie advises not to overthink morning pages, just put three pages of anything on the page and then do three more pages the next day. Through this technique, you may be surprised on how you can learn more about what you really want in terms of your goals and purpose, what's most important to you and how you feel about your life. Sometimes an idea will pop into your head when you least expect it. Another style is calendar or reflection. This is probably the closest to the the traditional diary in that you reflect on a day or a week, but you don't have to have set dates to write on and you can add more colour around your activities, like how you felt about them or any other related thoughts. The best way to do this type of journaling is to reflect back on events, describe the event in detail, then interpret what happened, how you feel about it and any other thoughts you have. Finish up with anything you've learned from your reflections that can be applied to the future. You can use this type of journaling to really reflect back on your job, career and life so far. So what have you enjoyed? What do you want to take forward? What do you want to get rid of and what are you most proud of? You can think about specific examples of when you're angry or frustrated in your job and make sure whatever made you feel that way isn't going to be part of your new future. Reflection journaling can be intense, but it can really help you work through what you do and don't want in your future. Guiding or question-based journaling is where you can direct your thoughts to a more specific topic. If you find it difficult just writing, then answering questions can really help you get started. They can be questions about what you're doing that day or how you should deal with a particular situation like a conversation that you need to have or a task you need to tackle. In relation to changing your career, this type of journaling is perfect for getting clear on what you want to do next. So ask yourself things like, what do I love about my life? What do I want to change or leave behind? What do I want from life? What's most important to me? You can go through career, finance and things like health, relationships. My favourite way to do this is to imagine a day in the future when I'm living my perfect life. Now, I'm not talking about fantasy life here, like you won the lottery or living on a permanent holiday. It's about what your ideal life would look like if you are working in what you love, living where you want and with the people you want in your life and the level of income that would allow for that. So imagine it's a day in the near future where everything has worked out and write every part of that day, where you wake up, who's with you, what, your, what work you're doing, where are you working, who did you meet that day and what would be your ideal activities, personal and professional. Be really specific, almost hour by hour. Then imagine at the end of the day you're somewhere special, alone for a moment, and you think about the last few years and think about you writing this and how far you've come and what has been the game changer. How you feel and what would you tell yourself? Try it. If you just let your mind flow, 
You can be surprised where it takes you. And it really gets into the nitty gritty of what really is important to you. The final journaling method I want to share is creative journaling. So creative journaling is exactly what it sounds like. It's when you journal to brainstorm ideas, solve problems and practice your creativity. This is not really the place to write down your emotions and feelings about something, although don't feel too bad if they creep in. For many people, being creative doesn't come easily. It takes practice. So you can use this journaling style as a playground for your creativity. This is the type of style where you can use sketches, images, charts and designs to help simulate ideas. You can throw down random ideas that don't connect with each other or link ideas in some way. You can discover and set free your creative side, which in turn helps you to understand what's most important to you. There are lots of other journaling methods like bullet, dream, open letter, art, worst case scenario, to name a few. And each of them can help you in different ways. If you're interested in learning more about them, I've popped some links in the show notes to point you in the right direction. Oh, and just one small thing. If you decide to Google to search for ideas, in the UK, we spell journaling with two L's, whereas our American cousins have just one. Other than that, it's exactly the same thing, just in case you're wondering. Basically, you can journal however you want. You can use one style or a mix of styles in the same journal. Maybe try different styles on different days, whatever works for you. Okay, so I've spoken quite a lot, so let's recap. Journaling is used by some of the most creative, intelligent and successful people in the world. There are many proven benefits for your mental and physical health and most importantly can help you organise your thoughts and feelings so you know what you want from your life, which means you can start taking action to make your new career happen. You just need a pen and paper, no tech required, get into routine, work out the method that feels right for you and just get writing. The bottom line is, giving journaling a try is a no-brainer. There's very little in life that has so many benefits, costs very little and doesn't require a lot of time and energy. It can even be fun and something you look forward to in your day. So do yourself a favour and get writing and get your career and life change plans firmly on track. That's it for this episode. All the key points I've talked about, along with any links to resources I've mentioned, can be found in my show notes at www.nicolaohara.com forward slash blog forward slash episode 35. And you'll be pleased to know there's also a link to them in my episode description wherever you listen to your podcasts. Remember, you deserve to live your passion. So just go for it. This is your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast.